0: I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Thanks for joining us and for those of you watching us on YouTube and on Facebook, glad you can join us today. Well, the Philippine government has signed a deal to secure 30 million doses of the COVID-19 vaccine from the Serum Institute of India. Carlito Galvez, the country's vaccine chief, signed the agreement for the Covovax vaccines on Saturday. The Serum Institute of India partnered with U.S. firm Novovax to develop and commercialize Covovax currently in third stage trials. The vaccine will be available locally by the third quarter of 2021. Manila is hoping to close similar deals with other vaccine manufacturers including Moderna, AstraZeneca, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, Sinovac and Gamalaya. Pfizer, AstraZeneca and Gamalaya have applied for emergency use authorization in the Philippines. Health Undersecretary Maria Rosario Vergara said two brands of COVID-19 vaccines may arrive as early as February but she did not reveal which ones. Philippine Health Secretary Francisco Duque III said in a tweet, the government aims to immunize 60 to 70 percent of the country's population against the disease. Several local governments have signed deals with AstraZeneca for the advance purchase of its COVID-19 vaccine. In Metro Manila, the cities of Makati, Caloocan, Valenzuela, Pasik, San Juan and Navotas have secured hundreds of thousands of doses of the vaccine. And the provinces, Vigan in Ilocosur, Baguio City and Iloilo have also signed deals or have set aside funds to purchase AstraZeneca's vaccine. The pharmaceutical firm applied for the emergency use authorization of its COVID-19 vaccine in the Philippines last week. The Philippine Red Cross will collect 1,000 samples for this week's pilot implementation of COVID-19 saliva tests as an alternative to the more expensive RT-PCR tests. Red Cross Chairman and Senator Richard Gordon says the saliva test is 50 percent cheaper than what's considered the gold standard in detecting the infectious respiratory disease. Gordon adds, this will help expand COVID-19 testing in the country, especially with the threat of the new coronavirus variant. Na
1: tutuwan naman ako at abangit ng presidente na yung ating COVID uh, saliva test ay gusto niya. Ay nagulat ako biglang gumalaw. <laughs> ngayon kami nang kami na pinapalo bigla nang nila Dr. Vergery samantalang kami ang follow up ng follow up ng arrow. At ngayon po inually, ay ina-admire oh. tayo na ilabas yung 1,000, 1,000 additional samples na gagawin po natin simula kay Senator Gordon as our a uh, pilot uh, implementation Next week, um, Monday, on um, Monday. Hopefully, ma ubus po natin, natin, yung 1,000 samples at Masit natin at uh, Department of Health next week.
0: The Health Department says copper masks are not a medical grade of face masks. The agency confirmed the Food and Drug Administration did not approve copper infused face masks for medical purposes. It adds, while copper masks can act as a physical barrier against droplets, they cannot be used inside hospitals. The Philippines reported over 1,900 new COVID-19 cases on Sunday. That brings the country's total number of infections past 487,000. Over 20,000 are active cases, the lowest since June 19th. Eight more people died from the disease, bringing the total COVID-19 death toll to 9,405. Saturday's Feast of the Black Nazarene drew an estimated 400,000 devotees, raising fears it became a super-spreader event. But the Manila City government and local church officials insist devotees followed health protocols, such as wearing face masks and face shields and observed physical distancing. As many as 30,000 devotees per hour filled Keson Boulevard and adjacent streets in Manila for that celebration. The health department urging devotees to immediately have themselves checked if they develop any symptom.
1: Nalalabas po kami nang aming mga paalala no pagkatapos po nitong pagdiriwang na ito na monitor na mga taong pumunta doon ang kanilang mga sarili at kung sakaling ng symptoms ay so we'll agad-agad so that we can immediately quarantine or isolate. We are now looking at the trends of cases at binabantayan po nga natin dahil baka ngayong linggo lumabas yung mm. epekto ng holiday activities.
0: Senate Committee of the Whole conducting its inquiry into the National COVID-19 Vaccination Program. There, the country's vaccine chief, Carlito Galvez, revealed the Philippines is in the final stages of ordering the life-saving doses. DZMM's Robert Mano on the line now with more details. Robert, go ahead.
1: Arena in today's Senate committee of the whole hearing, Vaccine Czar, Secretary Carlito Galvez reported that all negotiations for COVID-19 vaccine manufacturers are successful and they are now in the stage of finalizing the orders for vaccines. I am very, very happy to report to the Senate that all negotiations are very successful and we are now on the final stages for supply agreement ang makipag-gamaan namin ay ang lahat po ng mga negotiations is very fair and very ano po, uh, talaga sa both parties. To Galvez, they are procuring 148 million doses of vaccines for this year so that they can vaccinate 50 to 70 million Filipinos. They also had added that countries where vaccines were developed are now helping the Philippines to procure the needed doses like AstraZeneca which committed 20 to 30 million doses Zero India ISS will allocate 30 million doses in July and the country can request another 30 million doses for local government units and private sectors. Pfizer is trying its best to deliver the needed doses and same with Johnson & Johnson, which according to Galvez can deliver even a small doses, especially now that they are nearing conclusion in their negotiations. At uh, nagkaroon na po tayo ng uh, major agreements for 25 million doses. At susunod po ang Gamblea, at ang Moderna, at ang ating business sector po ay nagkano rin po na ang Moderna ay tutulungan po tayo makuha ang Moderna ng 20 million doses. Frontline health workers will be the first priority for vaccine. Second priority will be the environment senior citizens. The third priority are the remaining senior citizens. Fourth priority are the remaining indigent population, and fifth priority will be the uniformed personnel, including DMP, AFP, CPG, CFC, and CAPCO. For his part, Health Secretary Francisco Tuque said they are rolling out the vaccination program next month, and priorities will be given to frontliners. He also mentioned that the Philippines now have signed agreements with AstraZeneca, and they are now on advanced stage for Novavax, Pfizer, and Johnson & Johnson. DOH now have 4,512 vaccination sites, and they plan to vaccinate initially 100 patients per day in medical centers
0: hospitals and infirmaries, And that's the latest from Senate Carmina. Yes, Robert, napag-usapan na ba nila sa Senado kung magiging cooperation ng LGUs and the private sector? Because we know that the LGUs have, some of them at least, have signed deals um, with different pharmaceutical companies saying that, you know, they will be vaccinating their constituents. But then last week, mm-hmm. we also heard from the private sector saying that they will take mm-hmm. care of their employees. So paano ang magiging mm-hmm. sistema dito when you have you know both entities wanting to vaccinate a lot of people. Mm-hmm. What will the cooperation look like? Napag-usapan na ba yun sa Senado, Robert? Mm-hmm.
1: According to Secretary Gonzales, LGUs and private sectors can coordinate and order vaccines doon sa mga uh, uh, manufacturers but then again they need to undergo the uh, evaluation the national government and IATF. They can enter a five-partite agreement but then again, ang kailangan daw ay may go signal ang national government before they can go with the distribution, distribution and inoculation of the vaccine itself.
0: Mm-hmm. Pero halimbawa, paano kung a uh, residente ng Kesun City or ng San Juan. Pe, pedo, pero pero empleyado ka rin ng isang malaking kamp- na meron ding vaccination program. Um I guess the point I'm trying to make here of course is that you know no one will want to get vaccinated twice. But then paano naman yung dobleng gastos? Binili mo 'ne. Eh. Uh, naglabas ka na ng pera. Uh, meron bang palagpagglaaan talaga uh, itong mga biniling mga vaccines. Go ahead Robert.
1: Okay, Ang explanation na ni Secretary Galvez dyan, because all the vaccines now available are for emergency use. They are should not, they should not be used for personal at hindi rin siya for commercial use. So kailangan government and magbigayin yan ng vaccination program na yan and it's for free and if the LGU and private sectors decided na bigyan din ang bakuna yung kanilang mga empleyado and resident of the local government and mga private sector, but
0: not na expense, personal expenses Okay, all right. So we're going to have to leave it at that. Robert Mania there, a DZMM correspondent. Thanks, Robert. You keep safe. And back here in the newsroom, House Speaker Lord Alan Velasco has ordered the Lower Chambers Committee on Constitutional Amendments to begin discussions on proposed changes to the Charter's economic provisions. Velasco said the proposed amendments would relax some provisions and help the Philippine economy be more competitive against its neighbors. Velasco assured the public of fair and transparent debates. The Speaker also expressed hope the House will conclude debates before the year ends so that the amendments would be ratified before the 2022 national elections. Well, no politics, just economic reforms. Lawmakers defend the proposed changes to the Philippine Constitution, saying they will focus only on opening the economy up to foreign investors. Critics blast the move as the government's push to extend President Duterte's term before the national elections next year.
1: The solution lies with the government. The government can file a disqualification case in our a, um, a cancellation proceedings of those uh, part of these organizations perceived to be uh, spouse violence or terrorism. We don't need to amend the Constitution. If you put politics into RBH2, dead on arrival. Okay. Para, on... para, para na-COVID. Na
0: Senate President Vicente Soto III revealed President Duterte wants to reform the party list law to address communist insurgency in the Philippines. For the lawmakers, all that needs is legislation, not charter change.
1: The Philippines is one, in fact, is at the top, the most restrictive economy in the world. 30% of the entire GDP is ...of limits to foreigners. Kung laki-laki noon. mo lang kahit hindi mo bigyan ng incentive. I mean, there is a case for them to diversify. For us to have an attractive business climate here, once and for all, we need to leave those restrictions in order not to hamper the flow of foreign capital.
0: For House Deputy Speaker Doyle liet it's high time to amend the Philippine Constitution's economic provisions amid high unemployment and business closures. liet says it is the perfect time to push for charter change as the pandemic has severely affected the country's economy.
1: This is high time. Probably some other uh, camps would, would question the timing. But this is the normal time right now, Karen, and mm-hmm. there is no... Uh, Even how we see a very abnormal time in the period of history, Mm. this is the ordinary time right now. Mm. And uh, it calls for the right timing because if we will open Mm. the uh, economic provisions, um, there will be definitely a great uh, opportunities for investments to come in.
0: But Bayan Muna, Representative Carlos Zarate, asserts political agenda will always find its way into these constitutional amendments. Zarate says the proposed charter change is not only limited to the economy, but will remove protectionist revisions, including make that involving term limits, human rights, and even social justice.
1: Uh, even on uh, that score, no, meron a political agenda. And ever since, no, since the 16th Congress, uh, Pagkatapos mapag itong uh, economic provisions, lumulutang na yon. They wanted also to remove, for example, uh, the, the term limits for elected uh, mm-hmm. officials. no mm-hmm. They want to also uh, remove the anti-dynasty provision in mm-hmm. the 87th Constitution. And also the other protectionist provisions including social justice and human rights. no mm-hmm. So mind you, make no mistake about it. Yung mga protectionist provisions nagusto nilang alisin. hindi lang talaga sa uh, economic, no meron ding political, even human rights and social justice.
0: Onto some sports action now. Another NBA game is postponed due to COVID 19 protocols. The Miami Heat and Boston Celtics were supposed to square off Sunday, but the game was called off because the Heat did not have enough players available due to ongoing contact tracing efforts. Clear that day, Heat guard Avery Bradley was ruled out of the match after being placed into the health and safety protocol. It is not yet confirmed if Bradley is positive for COVID-19. The Celtics themselves were set to play with a minimum eight players, with nine of their teammates ruled out after star player Jason Tatum and center Robert Williams were confirmed to have the dreaded disease last December 23 the NBA also postponed the Houston Rockets OKC Thunder match due to health protocols in Houston the defending champions Los Angeles Lakers improved their league leading record to eight and three with a walk in the park in Houston the Lakers rolled out or er, rolled to a 120 to 102 win against the Rockets in a game where they led by as many as 27 points. Anthony Davis led L.A. with 27 points, while LeBron James added 18. The Lakers have now won six of their last seven games, heading into Tuesday's rematch with the Rockets. A Mexican seamstress turns grief into comfort for the loved ones of COVID-19 victims by sewing teddy bears made out of their clothes. Each bear carries a message addressed to the family members to remind them of the love and memories they shared. The seamstress, Erendira Guerrero, says she chooses clothes that the victims used the most when they were still alive. How beautiful is that? And that'll do it for today. Thank you for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. If you want to revisit today's episode, Dateline Philippines podcast is on Spotify and Apple podcast. Play back this newscast too on an ANC's YouTube channel and on ANC 24-7 and Facebook. Keep safe, everyone. Keep it here on ANC.